Welcome to Revitalized Kindness, where we give perspective to what kindness can look like in our culture today. Kindness is still present in our daily lives, however, it is becoming more and more difficult to see. Ultimately, kindness has the power not only to change a life, but the world. Please join Dave Weaver as he talks about how when our culture and kindness collide, it can be a very powerful thing. Let's go. Welcome to Revitalize Kindness Podcast, where we believe that kindness has the power to change the world. Welcome to this episode. My name's Dave Weaver. I'm your host. And this episode of the podcast is called BU or the letters BU, which we pronounce Boo, as in Boo Productions. And you may see that on some of our of our literature or maybe some of our posts on Facebook. We're on Facebook and and Twitter and Instagram and even on LinkedIn. So we are trying to be a little bit of everywhere, um, but we use Boo Productions a lot. And that, again, that's part of that ties in with the whole production part of what we do here. Um, but when you spell that out, if you spell B-U-B-E-Y-O-U, um, that's more of what we're talking about today as we look at uh, what I'm calling the Mr. Rogers philosophy. This comes from a song that I heard uh, him sing um, not too long ago uh, as I was looking through the internet. And the song is called I Like You As You Are. And I wanted to read a few lyrics from this, and we want to apply these lyrics to this philosophy that we're calling currently, we're just calling the Mr. Rogers philosophy. It, 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 this is no technical terminology or anything. This is just kind of, uh, just to give a reference, uh, really, to where it comes from. Um, this this song here that I'll read, and I'll read a few lyrics from you. Again, this is from a song called I Like You As You Are. Um, and so I'll read this. I like your disposition, your facial composition, and with your kind permission, I'll shout it to a star. I like you as you are. I wouldn't want to change you or even rearrange you, not by far. So what a wonderful song and, and philosophy to live by, really. And as you might have guessed, as we're talking about it now, Mr. Rogers is definitely with no denial and influence and inspiration to what we do here. So we're thankful for who he was as a person and we hope that that lives on inside many of you, honestly, and we need it. We need it in this world. We need the Mr. Rogers um, kind of soul or or whole feeling vibe, the vibe. We need the Mr. Rogers vibe in our lives. Now, if we could, let's look at some of these lyrics just a little further. And so we can kind of explain again what the BU is all about um, that we're talking about. So, we might, we might start with the lyric, I like your disposition. Uh, now, so what does that word mean? Some Someone's disposition is their mood or general attitude about life. Now, we all look at life differently, um, which can be greatly affected by our frame of reference. Here's another term. If you're taking notes, here we go. In psychology, this is what this means. It's a, it's a complex set of assumptions and attitudes which we use to filter perceptions to create meeting. Meaning, not meetings. We don't like to create meetings. Um, just saying. 
But yeah, it's uh, again, it's a complex set of assumptions and attitudes which we use to filter perceptions to create meaning. So frame of reference can include beliefs, uh, preferences, values, culture, um, in other ways in which we bias our understanding or and our judgment. So we have these different elements of how our perceptions might form and and um, and it gives some insight on how we create meaning in the things that we um, that we observe. So in consideration of all these things, which can directly affect our disposition towards a certain something, this may honestly be more complex than first thought of. Now, as we ponder the lyric, um, again, I like your disposition, your facial composition, and with your kind permission, I'll shout it to a star. I feel as if Mr. Rogers is making a plea to the soul of kindness in that we should like a person for who they are. In a very respectable and honoring way, we are to like others. And by the way, Mr. Rogers doesn't mind telling his neighbor about his new friend, the one he likes. Now, unfortunately, I feel as if we are not always fair towards one another. Um, so potentially, with a little help from our media friends, we have become quite clever when it comes to finding a person's weakness. And, and sometimes it might be um, a belief of theirs. It may have, and we've become experts in reporting and debating um, what at the end of the day remains one's opinion, quite frankly. Now, I don't dispute a person's right to speak a thing that they feel obligated to. However, I have always believed that we are grossly irresponsible in much of our speech today. We are creating, if not already created, a culture in which we can hurt with words. And now we, we persecute each other over ideology and glorify our divisiveness as it tears down what once used to be united. And I think we do. I think we forget that we are united in this country and we're united in so many different ways. Yet it seems like that division has become the trend. Now, as the song goes on, I like you, and, and this, this is part of the lyric here, I like you as you are. Um, I wouldn't want to change you or even rearrange you, not by far. The fact is that there are a lot of folk in our country that want other folk to change, so that they see things the way that they see things, or they want us to see things the way that they see things. Now, however, if we want to be kind to each other, then we find value in each other's differences. You know, we often say in the corporate world, we say this where I work, um, perhaps you say this at where you work when we discuss diversity and inclusion. And trust me, we have studied this where I work. And this has been um, mandatory education. You may be, you may have a similar thing at your, at your work. And I think it's needed. I really do. I think that not everybody's equipped to understand and to be able to um, uh, necessarily comply with diversity and inclusion the way that we 
we we hope that they would. Um, so I think it's a necessary education in different companies for that reason. Just so, again, that we, there's some unity, there's some oneness in the team, and I think that's what they're going for there. Why not in our personal lives? Why not in our country? Why not in our neighborhoods or however you want to break that down? But I am guessing, and, and, and let me say this too. So, you know, we often say that in corporate world that as we discuss diversity and inclusion, that there is um, that where there is diversity, there is strength. See, some people don't see it that way. Some people see diversity and they see that there's weakness because there's differences. But I think there's strength in that. We all have something to offer. And I'm guessing that Mr. Rogers understood that well. You know, we can like each other. We can be different and, and bring different ideas. We can be strong when others are weak. To each and every person, whether that is man, woman, or child. We all hold values in our lives, and, and the world is a better place when we value each other. Think about that. I'll say that again. We, we hold values in our lives, but the world is a better place when we value each other. Because you know, although our culture might say different right now, it takes strength to say, I like you for who you are. So with that word, be you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Revitalized Kindness. Please also join us on Facebook business page. We do have a link for that one. Um, we're also, you can find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Please help us to build a kindness community as we work towards building a kindness culture. And remember, don't desensitize, revitalize. Until next time, keep it kind. I really like kindness because it helps people.